What's up, people? Another episode of Justice for Jamal K. Davis here with you on this here Tuesday as we are getting ready for the Eastern and Western Conference Finals in the NBA. It's a shocker. New champion this year. It'll be exciting to to watch the Eastern and Western Conference Finals this year. We'll talk about that. We'll talk about the NFL and the new schedule uh, releases. There were some really good ones, some really good videos um, that I will talk about, but also just in, in general, which, which games I am looking forward to. Uh, and I will make predictions on how I think uh, my favorite uh, team, the Washington Commanders, will do. Because, yeah, this is, it's the next football season. Yes, it is. And I hope you're as ready as I am. So I'll talk about that. Also talk an interesting thing that was brought up on another podcast. If you know, I always talk about my guy, Dexter Henry, and listening to the NBA Exchange. And I thought that he had an interesting uh, comment by his guest or regular guest, Gerard Hector, about why Tom Brady is not the GOAT. And I listened to them, and it's kind of hard to argue it really is when you think about it. And I'll talk about that as well. But I'm going to start with the NBA. And we've got some great games. I don't like it when it starts to narrow down to the you know the final four in any sport, really. But definitely where it feels it's just not quite the same. We got one game tonight between Boston and Miami. And then we got another game Wednesday night between Dallas and Golden State. And I will say, when you talk overall about parity in the NBA, it's kind of parity. It's kind of parity. You know, yeah, you got one, two in Miami and Boston, but realistically, there were some who never thought that these two teams would be one, two. They thought it was going to be Philly and Milwaukee. Right? Somebody out there thought it would be, and it wasn't. They were not 1-2, and it showed. They're not in the Eastern Conference Finals. Now, granted, with Milwaukee, I feel like if they didn't lose Chris Middleton, that series would have been different. But this is where we are. This is where we are. And on the other side, in the Western Conference, you got the number four seed in Dallas against the number three seed in Golden State. So... The number one team and the number two team both got eliminated. Memphis, a young and upstart team, I never thought they would have had a chance against Golden State. They're three-time champions. They know how to deal with Memphis. In Phoenix, what a shocker. I never, never, never expected them to lose game seven like that. However, however, I will say this. I will say this. I think what happened to Phoenix 
Some may not really think this is right to say or agree with it, really, but I do think in some ways it might have had to do with the karma, karma, excuse me, of what's going on with Sarver. Right? The owner of the Phoenix Suns is, you know, I mean, I tell you what, I mean, we kind of forgot. I don't know how we forgot. But he is being investigated for allegations of racism and misogyny within the organization. Suns majority owner Robert Sarver. And now he is retiring as the executive chairman for Western Alliance because of the MBFX investigation, right? That's the report based on ESPN. But maybe that's a part of it. Maybe somewhere it was karma. And I know most likely like, no, 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 no. Chris Paul's getting old. I think his window is closing fast. And not just fast because of his age. But Dallas, the confidence they had in getting this win, no. That might be tough next year. You're going to have a better Memphis Grizzlies team next year. You're going to have a better New Orleans Pelicans teams next year. The Clippers will be better next year. And you heard it here. I think Phoenix's window may have officially closed. I think they're done. Unless they bring in another point guard. A younger point guard that can run this team. John Wall! And then let Chris Paul come off the bench. Maybe. They need an infusion of youth at the point guard position. That's their weak spot. And don't and hey, you don't know what's going to happen with DeAndre Aiden. I tell you what, uh, Coach Monty Williams was not willing to talk about what's going to happen with him. You know, they asked, why wasn't he on the court later? Oh, that's an internal decision. Uh, come on, my man. When you say it's an internal decision, that means something happened. And it wasn't a good thing. You don't bring DeAndre Ayton back? That's also like, yeah, your window's closed. I think that the Western Conference, the Lakers are going to be better and different. I think Phoenix, they missed their opportunity. This was it. And I think this will haunt Christopher Paul for the rest of his career. At least he got to the NBA Finals last season. At least he can say that. But realistically, I think that the Phoenix Suns are done. Their run is over. That's it. That's it. And now as we look to the teams that are still alive, Boston and Celtics, Mavericks, Warriors. I picked the Warriors way back to win it all. 
and they are now the favorites to win it all at plus 140. Celtics at plus 190. Heat at plus 500. Mavericks at plus 550. Now, I think the Mavericks got a little lucky. I don't know how I didn't see this, especially being a Wizards fan. Of course, Dallas is going to move on because they've got the two freshest new Wizards that were traded in Davis Bertans and Spencer Dinwiddie who came up big in game seven. Of course, they're going to get to the NBA finals. Now, realistically, they're playing Golden State. I don't see that happening, but... Again, it's always in the back of my mind. I'm not going to go back over it again, but I'm telling you, if you look at every single trade the Washington Wizards have done since I think like the Spurs, the last Spurs championship, if you look at that, you will see a former Wizard either in a trade or as a free agent on the championship team. And I didn't bring up Otto Porter. Like, I throughout the whole season, I, I keep forgetting that he's on the Warriors. So there's a chance, you know, that another former wizard is going to be an NBA champion. And that's just going to be a pattern. It's just, it's a wild pattern. But it's a true pattern. Look it up for yourself. It's a thing. It's really a thing. On the other side of the ball, you know, um, we've got the Celtics and the Heat. I know that the Celtics are a little banged up. I feel like in so many ways, I just don't know what's going to happen in this series. You know, I think the Celtics going to Game 7 with the Bucks. are they more tired than the Heat? Or the Heat not being challenged? By the 76ers, and they really were not. Does that make them, you know, they kind of aren't going to be ready for the challenge that the Celtics are going to bring to the table? And I doubt that to be true. I feel like Miami's very well coached with their expulsion. But I think that is something to think about. I mean, realistically, the Heat were simply not challenged by the Philadelphia 76ers. My thing in the end is I just... I just want a really good series. I love game. I mean, game six isn't that bad. Elimination games. Game seven is everything. But I really just want to see some good games. That's what I want to see. And as expected, the Warriors are the favorites to win it all. As I think they should be. The Celtics are behind them. The Heat are behind them. And I think uh, I probably picked the Heat over the Celtics. I think they are a better uh, team. They are a deeper team. And they aren't as banged up. Victor Oladipo could be the X factor for the Heat. And the Mavericks, I think they're a good story. They are. But I think for, you know, unless there are some serious issues serious issues with the shooting of Steph and Clay like they had in the series against Memphis because it should not have been as close as it was in my mind. Then I think we're talking about something different. And you may see a Dallas-Miami final, which I don't think anybody's really excited about, but it's the NBA. 
It's NBA. It's NBA. I'm not a big fan of Luca. I can't believe he's. Ugh, gosh, I cannot believe it. I just can't. But it'll be fun to watch. Something else that I've. I, it's going to take me some time to think about this. Um. As uh. Is this notion. That. Tom Brady is not the goat. And as I mentioned earlier, was brought up in the in NBA exchange, just on the top, they were talking about Tom Brady got this $375 million deal to be in the booth. And I mean, that is a lot of money, $37.5 million a year. I mean, Tom Brady's got to be a different Tom Brady when he's in the booth. That's going to be interesting to see how he does. But he's still got a year left of football. You know, it's all right. But the notion that someone could make an argument that Tom Brady is not the GOAT, and not so much in football, but in sports. And it seems so simple when you heard Gerard Hector say it. He can't be because he only plays on one side of the ball. I never even thought about that. Did you think about that? Like, I just look at the Super Bowls. But the fact that, yeah, at least in the four major sports it's the only sport where you don't really play on both sides of the ball basketball hockey baseball outside of a dh you're playing offense and defense and tom brady doesn't have to do that and that's really interesting because as you look at the the greatest athletes of all time And you're trying to decide who to put on that list. Yeah. Tom Brady may not belong on that list. At least not as high up as most would have him. As most would have him. I think if you go into soccer, you're talking about Pele and stuff like that. Okay, yeah. I mean, any sport that plays on both sides of the ball. And so when you look at football players, yeah. You can really think about taking them with a grain of salt. And that's unfortunate. I don't know. It just boggled my mind. It was just like mind-blowing to think I had never, ever, ever thought about that. And that's going to make me reevaluate Everybody that I ever think about who are the greatest athletes. Everybody. But I also realize, okay, but I need to take that with a grain of salt and I need to inject and like think about it for a little bit. And I haven't taken enough time to actually think about it. 
And now I have to. Now I've got to reevaluate all of the greatest athletes of all time. And I'll do that on another podcast. Now another thing I said I would do is look at the new NFL schedule. And as I end this pod, I'm trying to get back in the rhythm. I got out of a rhythm for a little bit. A lot going on in my life. Not that anybody has to care about it. But I was really excited, as everyone is, when your schedule comes out and you're like, ooh, what's my team going to look like? And my team is the Washington Commanders. And yeah, in many ways, you always look at last year. You're like, what does that mean for this year? And I don't know what it means for this year because the team's going to be different. The players that you have On the team last year that contributed to whether they won or lost. It's going to be different. And so as I look at the Washington schedule. This is what I came up with. I got Jacksonville Jaguars winning. They're 1-0. At the Detroit Lions, loss 1-1. Against Philadelphia, loss 1-3. At the Cowboys, loss 1-4. Against the Titans at home, loss 1-5. At the Bears, win 2-5. Against the Packers, loss 2-6. At the Colts, win 3-6. At the Vikings, win 4-6. At the Eagles, loss 4-7. At the Texans, win 5-7. Against the Falcons, win 6-7. At the Giants, Loss six and eight. A home against the Giants, seven and eight win. At the 49ers, loss six and nine. Against the Browns, win seven and nine. Against the Cowboys, loss seven and ten. And there's your season. Seven and ten for the Washington football team. Not very good. I'll still be looking forward to the NFL season. Just in terms of watching football. But a 7-10 season, uh, that's not very good. Not very good. And that'll do it for Just for Sport. I am Jamoke Davis. I will enjoy the NBA playoffs and not think about the NFL season for a little bit until training camp two months from now. English Premier League is coming to an end and Chelsea headed in the wrong direction. I'll have a Wimbledon preview and we'll talk about the NBA draft lottery and what that means for whoever will get that top pick. And my predictions for the NBA Eastern and Conference Finals, I think you will see in the NBA Finals the Miami Heat and the Golden State Warriors. Ciao for now. Are you looking for a better way to play player props or daily fantasy sports? Well, look no further than Prize Picks. Prize Picks is the leading over under daily fantasy game. Why? Because it's so easy to use and win. You can make your picks in under 30 seconds and win up to 10 times your money in one day. Right now, we have a special offer for our viewers and listeners of the Just for Sport podcast. 
All you have to do is sign up now and use the promo code j for sport and PrizePix will match your first deposit up to $100. Yep, that's right. They'll match your first deposit up to $100. So join the over 150,000 others who found a better way to play and download the PrizePix app today.